Show, Season 2, Episode 6. We start today's adventure inside Rocky and Lemur's apartment. Sadie, Lemur, Fauna, and Rocky are all hanging out. Happy birthday, hon! Happy birthday, bird dog! Happy birthday, Rocky! Rocky blew out the candles and made a wish. So, what'd you wish for? Okay, dog. Lemur handed Rocky a small box wrapped up. Rocky tore open the present to find a set of car keys. He looked up at Lemur and said, almost crying. <laughs> what? No chicken chat job for my bird dog? Hehe, <laughs> it's out in the driveway. Rocky went running outside and searched the area, but he couldn't find anything. When he walked behind Lemur's car, Lemur screamed. Hey, Rock, look out for the... Rocky stepped on a little toy car and lost his balance and fell down to the ground. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Real funny. Hi, and not amused. Rocky picked himself up off the ground, but also grabbed the toy car, examining... Whoa! This is the machine of mystery. Where did you yoink this from, Lem? It's the last piece I needed from my collection. Oh, I know what it is. I found it at some old school weird shop in town near the Mars Guitar Shop. You know, in that plaza, they had a lot of weird shit in there, like potions, love beads, dildos, fleshlights, synthetic weed, and some old school toys like Punko Flops and Hotbox cars. They also had a Patrick Swayze doll. Like, who wants that? They literally have things from like the 1980s all the way up to today. It's a pretty shattered store. Sadie admired the level of thought Lemur put into getting his friend the gift. That's toads bitching. Here's a gift from me, Rock. Hope you enjoy it. Sadie handed Rocky a card. He ripped it open to reveal two scratchers inside. He excitedly grabbed the scratchers to see if he was a winner and began to scratch. <gasps> Anybody have a coin? Fauna handed Rocky a coin, and he began scratching. The first ticket was a scratch and sniff. Rocky scratched and sniffed an apple, and then another apple, but then a pie. He didn't read the directions that he had actually won by revealing two like amounts. Aw, first ticket's a loser. Just like Lemur. <laughs> hey, I'm only going to let you get away with that because it's your birthday. As he began scratching the second ticket, Sadie and Lemur locked eyes. They giggled at each other. Fauna noticed this and wondered what was going on. As Rocky finished scratching the second ticket, <gasps> Oh, my bird dogs. Rocky fantasized about what he would do with a million dollars. First, he would build himself up to look like a proper boar, which was a fully grown male raccoon. Next, he would buy a tree down by the river and live in it and splurge on delicacies like crawfish, worms, berries, and of course, weed. Third, he would get a motorized pedal bike. Fourth, he would take Fauna on a really nice day. Fifth, he would spend money on his friends because he wouldn't have won it without them. And finally, he would take care of his parents by buying them a really nice house and new cars. Rocky had a few more ideas of what he would do with a million dollars. He started foaming at the mouth at all the possibility. Smooth move, X-Lax. Your scratcher gave him rabies. Fauna tapped Sadie in the arm. Wait for it. Rocky finally returned back to reality. Guys, I won! I fucking won! I never win anything! We see a flashback to Lemur flipping a coin. Heads or tails? Tails! Heads! No! Tails! Tails! For my stubby tail. The coin lands heads. 
Another flashback, we see Lemur and Rocky in the car, while the bun song plays in the background. She had a beehive bun, bun, bun. Blood and Lucy fun, fun, fun. Space buns, run, run, run! They can say it again. Lemur quickly changed the radio station. Hey, I was listening to that. It was a good song. Well, in my car, I'm the driver, and I choose the music. And I think it's way overplayed. Isn't the co-pilot supposed to be able to control the music? You don't like it? We can flip a coin. You're driving. I'll flip it. You call it. All right, what are you using to flip a coin? A quarter. All right, give me tails. Rocky flipped the coin, and it landed tails. We return back to reality. Woo! I'm a winner. Winner, winner, winner. Rocky flashed the ticket in front of Faunos, Lemurs, and Sadie's face. Lemur was holding his sides, laughing on the ground. Sadie was crying. Rocky went over and gave Sadie a big hug. Next, Rocky went over to Fauna and dipped her passionately and kissed her a long kiss. W-E-I-N-E-R. Winner. As Sadie and Lemur calmed down from laughing, Rocky continued to say, I did it. Yeah, I'm a billionaire. Dude, dude. The ticket is fake, dude. <laughs> Just look at the back. Rocky looked back at the ticket and read it aloud. You just won a billion dollars of Republic space credit. What? Unfortunately, that currency is no longer available. Don't be a chump and get played. After Sadie finished laughing, she explained. <laughs> ticket with a fake one. <laughs> Lemur bent down to grab the real scratcher. He analyzed it and read it aloud. Hot mess. Never even heard of this scratcher. Get two like amounts, win 25 bucks. Get three for the grand prize of a thousand bucks. Hmm. Dude, there's two apple smells here. You did win. Rocky looked at Lemur with shifty eyes. Give me that. He snatched the ticket out of Lemur's paws and examined it. Yoink. He really was a winner. There is no better feeling than winning on your birthday. Let's see if you feel that way later. I don't know. I kind of doubt it. What could be a better feeling than winning on your birthday? Wait, what did you just say? Here you go. This is for you, babe. I hope you enjoy it. Rocky was excited to rip open his present from Fauna. But when he did so, he wasn't too excited anymore. He read it aloud. Choose your own adventure. He opened up the thick book. It showed different types of adventures you could have, such as stoner adventures, medieval adventures, superhero adventures, space adventures, time traveling adventures. The list went on and on. Once he realized that it was a cool choose-your-own-adventure book, and not just a book, he liked it. Rocky went to the first page and read it aloud. Sometimes I wonder if you're just stupid or ignorant. Yes, let's see if you could survive another one of my Morty's muddles. <laughs> Does anybody else see the fucking talking flying ghost? Rocky pointed at Morty the Mortician. Yeah, I fucking see it! Run! Lemur looked up and got up from his chair and went to run, but was zapped into the book. Next was Sadie and Fauna. They went to tackle him, 
but went right through him because he was a ghost. They got zapped into the bone. Rocky hurried up and ran to the game closet and grabbed the Ouija board. He quickly entered the kitchen. I don't want to have to do this, but you leave me no choice. I'll trap you in a Ouija board if you don't return with my friends to me now. You don't have the nuts. Oh, I got the nuts. He said as he threw them at Morty. Come, your tits. What you're doing isn't nice. And all I've tried to do is give you a nice birthday present. Oh, really? Well, then return me to my friends. Wait, I said that wrong. <laughs> Your wish is mine. To grant. Morty zapped Rocky into the book. You can give up easy. Well, yours are. Your ambition. But nobody escapes. Morty, the mortician. <laughs> With everybody trapped inside the Choose Your Own Adventure story, it would be much easier now for Morty to capture them. As long as one of them beat their adventure, they would all be set free. Lemur awoke inside of the book. With some nasty smelling breath in his face. It smells like a donkey's ass has been mixed with bleach, eggs, and tuna. Huh? What? What's going on? Where am I? Find the Enchantress. Protect her. You're in the Choose Your Own Adventure story. You must play to win now. But how do I do that? You are the greatest warrior Happy Valley has ever seen, but things have not been so happy in your absence. Things like dead men returning to life. And creatures like minotaurs and orcs have all risen together to wipe out the rest of the people to shape the world in their image. You must return the darkness to light and help the Enchantress find her crown, as she's the only way to beat him. Find who and be who now? Mortimer, the magician. Ugh, oh mother. Next, we see Sadie, who is in a campground with some other animals. You have Tommy Turtle, Sadie Squirrel, Jessica Rabbit, and Regal Eagle. Listen, I'm out. You fuckers have a good night. What are you, a grandpa? You going to bed this early? We did a lot of activities today. I'm fucking tired. Plus that alleged curse. I'm out, you fucking bird dogs. Have a good night. What's the curse? Who was it? There's two versions, actually. One is that a camp counselor was accused of getting too close with one of the children here at the camp. So the parents intervened and ended up killing him in the middle of the night. Legend says that he haunts this place. And if you're not in your cabin by 10 p.m., He'll get you, but you under his trance till morning. Some animals that went to the camp around here have been found dead. Only one animal has been able to break the curse and survive. Who was it? Nobody knows her name or how she did it, but she was a squirrel, just like you. The story I hear is that one of the kids drowned in the lake and the camp had to shut down. The parents of the kid that died were told the camp counselor witnessed everything, did nothing. The parents were angry and showed up in the middle of the night and burned him alive in his cabin. The counselor vowed to seek revenge on the parents or anybody who stayed as the fire took him. I've been here multiple years and been out after curfew, and I ain't never seen him or anything like that. Seen who? He's like a green ghost whose whole purpose is to try to get us to set him free and create havoc to those that don't help him. <gasps> What's that? Regal Eagle's screams could be heard not too far away. He was lying in his sleeping bag with his eyes closed when he heard his tent open up. Oh shit, I better get out of this tent! He leaned up and opened up his eyes to look. It was revealed to be Morty, holding a branch looking to kill him. Regal 
leapt forward to escape his tent, but seconds later of him running away, Morty impaled him on the sharp tree branch. No! No! Regal! Tommy jumped up and looked around. He saw Jessica running towards him and Sadie behind her. He waved his tiny turtle arms to not come any closer, but Sadie didn't stop and her leg got stuck in a bear trap. Jessica came to a stop and watched her. Together, they worked to get Sadie's leg free. Just as she got free from the trap, Morty swooped down from the sky and ripped Jessica up into it. Tommy ran over to Sadie, and they stood back on their feet. Is Regal dead? Yes, and so is Jessica now. It's just us. How are we going to beat him? He's too powerful. Maybe we can trap him in an Ouija board. Come on, I think I know where one is. They took off running into the game room of the campground. Tommy would get separated from Sadie, and Morty chased him. As Tommy was being chased by Morty, he ran ahead into the thick fog down by the water. Morty would emerge from the water wearing a hockey mask and flew after Tommy. He panicked and hid quickly inside of his shell. When he would emerge, there would be nothing but thick fog all around him. He couldn't see in front of him or behind him. He slowly crept forward, not seeing what was in front of him. When Morty appeared from behind him, he took off running. When Tommy did this, he didn't realize there was a cliff right in front of him. He would run off the cliff and fall to his death. Across the campground, Sadie would make it into the game room and frantically look for the board. Come on, where is it? She was throwing everything around the room, trashing it like a rock star when she finally found it. Morty came busting through the door seconds later. Back off. I know how to convert psychokinetic energy to trap you in this board. Hell yeah! Then go ahead. Do it! Drabni partos! Drabni partos! Drabni partos! It wasn't working, so she dropped the board and ran outside. When she got outside, the weather turned into blizzard-like conditions. She kept pushing forward, not knowing where she was going. She could see someone up ahead. They looked to be frozen in the snow. When she got to them, it was revealed that it was Tommy. Hoop! Me, Sadie! Come on, Tommy, you have to come with me. I can't move. Broke leg. Go on without me. I'm going to look for help. I'll be back. As she pushed on further, the blizzard made it impossible to see what was in front of her or behind her. She didn't realize she was standing on ice and a zombie polar bear was nearby. As she moved forward, she realized she was on thin ice. She looked all around and tried to see if she was near land. When she got done checking out her entire 360 view, a zombie polar bear would emerge and maul her. Sadie would slay the zombie bear with a knife that she had in her pocket, but would also pass out in a pool of her own blood. We see the zombie bear walk away from Sadie's body, not moving on the ice. It's revealed that the zombie bear was Morty. Yes. One down, three to go. Rocky was in Earth's atmosphere, getting ready to land his spaceship. A big thunderous sound of an explosion would happen as Rocky hit the ground. He would be okay and leap out of the shuttle and took off running in his spacesuit. Hmm. Oh, I missed you, ground. He climbed to the top of a tree to get a better look around. He saw some soldiers and a fancy wagon that were approaching his position. As they got there, the soldiers crowded around somebody. They all approached Rocky. Good day, raccoon, who fell from the sky. What is it you tend to do here? Rocky could see a glimpse of an enchantress that looked strangely familiar. 
The guards surrounded her, protecting her, and ran over to Rocky. The soldiers stopped themselves and embraced him for a fight. Rocky was convinced that the Enchantress was actually a prisoner and was ready to take names and kick ass to save her. Rocky grabbed a vine and started to swing down from a tree. He would end up knocking two guards down on his first swing through before Fauna would scream, Stop! The remaining soldiers dropped their weapons and knelt for their queen. You're under arrest for robbing the rich and the poor. He was dragged back to the fancy carriage and thrown inside. As he locked eyes with Fauna, the memories returned. He knew who he was, that Fauna and him were dating, and he even remembered how to do the bird dog. They arrived at a nearby campsite to take a break when Fauna requested. Guards, please bring the prisoner to me. Don't hurt him though, or it will be your head. The guards walked to the back of the carriage and ripped Rocky out. They brought him to Fauna and threw him on the ground. What did I just say? Ignageb. The guards disappeared into thin air. Rocky laid at Fauna's feet. Oh, thank you, Master, for Bucks Bunny. Who? You should be thanking me. Never mind, I need brave warriors like yourself to bring the light to the darkness of my kingdom. Will you help me bring peace? Rocky was drooling over how beautiful Fauna was. <sighs> I'd do anything for you, Fauna. She stared at him for a moment in confusion before memories would return as well. Rocky, is that you? How did we get here? What are we doing here? I think we're trapped in the Choose Your Own Adventure book you got me for my birthday. I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was going to do this, I swear. Sadie has told me I do give the worst gifts. Where's Lemur and Sadie? No clue. My adventure started in space, and I was floating in the atmosphere, and then I got hit by a meteorite, and the ship came crashing down to Earth. And I went BOOM! And I went flying out of it, and then that's when I found you! So like, maybe we're all on different adventures. Can you remember anything, Enchantress Fauna? I was sitting on my throne when the darkness took over the place. Mystical figures appeared out of nowhere and killed half my royal army. I barely escaped. Come, let's push a little farther to see if we can find any more allies. Wait, what kind of mystical figures are we talking about? Minotaurs and dragons rise from the south. The orcs attacked from the north, riding horned beasts, and the sirens rule any open body of water. Fauna hopped on a horse and invited Rocky to sit behind her. The remaining soldiers hopped on their horses and followed Fauna as they explored ahead. Well, did the mystical figures say anything? Yeah, only one phase, dark as night, killed the light. They repeated it over and over. As they were riding through the woods, a small arrow would appear out of nowhere, killing Fauna's last couple guards. Yeehaw! They're right here! We might be able to lose them! Rocky grabbed Fauna's waist tightly and held on. She did exactly what she was told. She turned right down the narrow path of mud and fallen leaves. They rode the horse as fast as it could run. It would be some time before they found space between them and the horse. Did you see that army of the dead? I think the orcs brought them back to life with their scary magic. What? Holy hell! Fauna put her hands together and enchanted a spell. Susitorp. A magical blue orb appeared and showered over Fauna and Rocky. Fauna enchanted another spell. Narcissus. The path would light up before them and show them the way. She knew she couldn't return to which the way they came, so they pushed forward. Hours would pass before they came across a cave. A voice echoed from within it. 
You have come to the cave of the goblins. Rustling sounds could be heard throughout the cave. Rocky clenched Fauna terrified. They both screamed as the noise got closer. I bid you farewell, you tiny, hateful hobgoblins. She lifted her wand, and just about as she was to cast a spell, Lemur appeared from the cave with the mighty blade Excelsior. Lemur Lots! As soon as Fauna said Lemur Lots, Lemur remembered everything. Where is my sister? She whispered it to herself, but not aloud. Lemur Lots, you have the blade Excelsior, and are here at the time of my greatest hour. I would go anywhere for you, my chantress, that you need me to go. Even give my life for you, my queen, if she need it be. Lemur Lots? <laughs> hey, Fauna, why doesn't he remember? Oh, I remember. Just thought we were playing a game, Dick. She's just trying to commit to my part. Fauna formed smoke and pops and crackles from her hands as the orc's army was closing in on their position. Fauna could sense them nearby with a change in the air. Quickly, gather so I may take us away to a safer place. As soon as she said that, they were attacked. Lemur jumped away from Fauna's safety. Lemur lock, no! You'll never stand a chance! He quickly cut down five orcs like it was nothing and watched Rocky and Fauna disappear to hopefully somewhere safe. Rocky and Fauna entered the cave of the goblins and carefully navigated through it. She was powerless in the cave as her light magic wouldn't work in a place this dark. Fauna had hoped that everybody would be together, Sadie, Lemur, Rocky, and herself, as that would have been easier to capture the crown from the room at the bottom of the cave. How do you know your crown's here, Enchantress Fauna? I use light magic to bring balance, and dark magic to survive. The dark magic is very strong here, and I can almost sense the crown. They entered a giant room with tons of gold, trinkets, crowns, shoes, and everything else you could imagine that would be valuable. As they ran in to look around for Fauna's crown, a goblin popped out of a pile of gold. Yeah, I've entered the cave of the goblin. In order to pass, you must give me something. What have you learned with us? Bono bent down and picked up a rock and compressed it. I give you life, but your life in your own hands. You must be careful. It may be valuable and beautiful, but it's still your life. Oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. She reached out and handed the goblin the diamond she just made herself from a rock. The hog goblin snatched up the diamond from Fauna's hand and didn't pay her any mind no more. He began to try to smash the diamond on the floor. After a few times, the diamond finally would shatter, and so did the goblin. The sound of mutated radioactive zombies the orcs had created could be heard not too far away. We gotta hurry up! We see the zombies attacking the orcs, and the orcs are trying to retreat deep into the cave. But the zombies are following, overwhelming them. The dead hobgoblin, Lindglob, gets trampled, but gets reanimated as a zombie as the horde passes over him. Rocky, over there! Rocky and Fauna had finally found her crown. It was in the part of the cave that was the darkest. Only the tiniest of crack of light shot through the top of the cave. What do we do now? How do we get to the crown over there? I can't get it. It's stuck. Just defend me while I figure out the puzzle. She glanced around the room and saw four stone walls that looked like they could move. Rocky fired arrow after arrow, taking out two dozen bad guys like it was nothing. He wasn't paying attention as he ran out of arrows, and now he had to use his bow to survive. Fauna noticed this and enchanted him a sword. 
Fauna levitated herself into the air and began to move the four loose stone walls in the cave. The opening on top of the cave started to get bigger and more light started to shine through. Rocky was fighting off several bad guys when a group had got him to the ground. Never-ending mutated zombie hordes passed over him. He began to lose his breath as he was getting no oxygen from being trampled. Just about as he was to fade away from existence and become one of the undead army. Lemur lots appeared, dropping from the crack in the ceiling, which had gotten a lot bigger. Since Fauna started moving the walls, Lemur lots warrior cried as he fell down. Ah, Look at Rocky, are you okay, bird dog? Get up, bud. I really need you. Lemur lots leapt into action. The orc's army wasn't very good, but it was overpopulated. He immediately went over to Rocky Hood and rescued him. Thanks, Lemurlot. My brother from another mother. At the same time, they both screamed, Shatter. Shatter! They started cutting down orcs and zombies all around. The orcs would adjust their strategy, riding at Lemur and Rocky with their overwhelming numbers. It took a few moments for the orcs to adjust, but it would begin to work. Three out of four of the doors were successfully opened now, and light started reflecting off the walls, brightening up the room. Lemur Lots and Rocky fought hard, but it wouldn't be enough. They would fall in battle. Put it, Rocky? The room would fill up with light, and Fauna would finally get her crown. It was no longer held in the wall of stone. The bad guys lunged towards Fauna as she went for her crown. As she touched it and put it on her head, the light consumed them all, turning the bad guys to dust. She searched the pile of ashes until she found Lemur's and Rocky's body. She pulled them both out. She put her hand over Rocky's heart and said, A sense full, it felt? Rocky awoke. Did I, did I just die? Wait, what the hell just happened, Vaughn? I gave you what I could of my life essence to bring you back. I love you, but what about Lemurlot? I only had enough for one person to come back. I must save the remaining energy for the final fight. You mean that wasn't the final fight? <sighs> no matter what, Fauna, I'm here for you. I'll gladly give my life for yours. Thank you, Hooded Rocky. I know I can always count on you. Who do you think sent the orcs on this path of destruction? There has to be a mastermind. I don't know. But we should take Lemur's head, so he can't be used against us. No, I got a better place. His body vanished into thin air. Wait, what did you just do, Lemur? I sent him back to reality. Hopefully it's where Sadie is. Sadie was free of this game, but it was more of a limbo that she was stuck in now. Lemur would join her to see who would win the game. Rocky picked up Lemur's sword, Excelsior, and him and Fauna walked out of the cave. She put her hands together and said, Emho! They appeared right in the middle of the castle corridor, near the throne room. I got one more score to settle and I can send you where I sent Lemur, or I can use your help. I leave the choice up to you. My life for you, my queen. They snuck over to the doors and peeked and watched inside the throne room. It was very dark, and only about twenty guards were posted throughout the room. Wutini. She handed Rocky a white glowing orb. Take it. Rocky grabbed the orb and ate it. You weren't supposed to eat it. Just have it on you for protection. So am I not protected anymore? I don't know. I've never seen anybody eat it before. I don't know how it worked. I don't want to play anymore, Vaughn. Send me back. Really? you got to be kidding me. I can't do this without you. You can't? 
No, I can't. But if you want to leave, I'm still going to do it. No, I got your back. Come on, let's get in there and end this the bird dog way. The guards did nothing but watch Rocky and Fauna enter the room. When Rocky and Fauna got to the center of the throne room, all the soldiers started stomping their pikes on the floor. They went to take one step forward from the center of the room. When the guards formed a circle around the two of them, blocking them from advancing. <gasps> Only a few candles were lit in the room. A familiar voice could be heard from the shadows sitting in the throne. Guards, kill them. Before the guards could do anything, Fauna put her hands together and said, He's away. All the guards and Rocky fell to the floor and passed out sleeping. This should be a good fight. The creepy, eerie voice clapped his hands and emerged from the darkness. I admit, I'm impressed. I see you have been able to obtain your crown again. We get a quick glimpse that it's Morty in Penguin's body. Fauna enchanted herself a sword and started running towards Penguin. Ah! The evil Penguin enchanted a sword for himself. As Fauna got close, he raised his sword and they began to clash. I release you, evil demon, return to where you came from. Just about as Fauna was to strike him down because she saw an opening, Pen put his hands together and said, Yellow Wolf. We see Fauna get struck about 25 to 50 feet. The enchanted sword she had summoned had now vanished. Now, child, let's play fair. Pen is long gone. Now you must get through me. The evil Morty the Mortician slash Pen Quinn summoned a flame sword and he leapt at Fauna. Fauna picked up Rocky's sword that was nearby and started clashing with Pen again. She would disarm him first but couldn't land a shot before he dislodged her sword as well. Both the swords fell near sleeping Rocky's body. You lose my Electricity flew from his hands and he began to absorb Fauna's power and life force. She muttered, Is this really how it ends? She screamed in severe pain. She had lost the fight and she didn't know how much time she had left. Rocky had awoke from Fauna's scream. As he looked around, the sleeping spell was still over everyone else but not him. He saw Lemur's sword Excelsior right next to him. He got up lightly on his feet and snuck up behind Penguin. He said, Hey, Ben, what did the one penguin say to the other one? I don't know what. Nothing. He gave him a cold shoulder. Rocky stabbed Penguin in the soldier. This one's for Lemur. Rocket punch. And this one's for Sadie. Uh, uh, uh. No, you little shit. I'll find a way to get you. You haven't seen the last of me. Because you can give up easy or use all your ambition. But nobody escapes. Morty, the mortician. <laughs> Morty the mortician's ghost left Penguin's body and it floated up towards the sky. The castle started to light up more and more as the sun shined through the roof. The guards realized they had been under a trance. As Rocky raced over to Fauna's body, it looked like she was dead. He gave her a kiss, and she opened up her eye. Are you okay, my queen? Yes, my handsome king, all is good again. Everything would seem to be back to normal. A day would go by, and Fauna would set an example by killing half the guards that had tried to kill her. She did this as to a warning for anybody who wanted to stray 
or make plans on her life. As Rucky and Fauna shared a kiss, they would disappear from the game and return back to reality. Everything was as it was. Sadie, Fauna were lying on the ground. When they tried to tackle Morty, Rocky was in the kitchen and Lemur in the living room. And the bird dog hell just happened. You know, I don't recall anything but just sitting here at the table playing for like the past few hours. I can't remember anything either. Did we do drugs? You guys seriously don't remember being sucked into a book and doing an adventure? Um, I remember starting it, but don't recall much of anything else. Sadie thought really hard. Now that I say that, Fawn, I can see images in my head. I'm not sure how they got there or why they're there or what part of town the images in my mind are. Did we fall asleep? No, you were awake the whole time. Lemur, you were Lemur a lot. Best swordsman ever with the sword Excalibur. And Sadie, well, I don't know where you were. We never found you. Well, me and Fauna did eat a couple of brownies before we got here. Maybe it was that? Oh, I want a special brownie. Okay, give me a minute. They're over on the counter. Sadie went over and cut Rocky a piece of a special brownie. Oh boy, that looks so good and chocolatey and delicious. Wait, 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 I digress. You don't remember fighting orcs and zombies and like, um, what are those things called? Minotaurs and dragons. so good. Can I get some milk? Lemur got up and got him a glass of milk and said, None of it rings a bell. Are you sure we even saw them? Sounds like something we wouldn't want to see. Thank Bugs Bunny. I don't know, Lemur Lots does sound familiar. Wait, is it too late to change my radio name? Sadie, Fauna, Lemur, and Rocky all start talking all over each other. We head outside of Lemur's house and see the moon is big and bright. Since you two don't remember, do you want to go round again? I'm game. I wasn't going to, but if everyone else is going to do it, sure. I'm game too. Just make sure we get a new adventure. Pick a number between 1 and 36. 8. 20. 6. 